1: Live from Los Angeles. Of Super Bowl 56. Who's house are? It's the Rich Eisen Show.
2: I'm sorry, I will allow myself a very rare occasion to flex the Vince Lombardi trophy. Hey, is right here. Today's guests Pro Football Hall of Famer Barry Sanders. Voice of Sunday Night Football Al Michaels. Pro Football Hall of Famer Michael Irvin. WWE Superstar The Miz. Fanatics founder and 76ers owner Michael Rubin. Plus, Saints defensive end, Cameron Jordan. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, all right, everybody. It's day number two of Super Bowl 56 week here in Los Angeles, California. I am your humble host, Rich Eisen. Again, uh, just in case um, we have a new audience here on NBC Sports (laughs) on Peacock, just because, again, you're you're intrigued just by the Super Bowl. Uh, For those who are just maybe new to this show, I am the host of this show, thus the name of the show, <laughs> The Rich Eisen Show. This Following- is the Rich Eisen Show. Thank you, Mike Del Tufo. Right. Greatly appreciate that. Um good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, sir? Rich, I'm great. DJ Mikey D as he re nuts. What's good to see Mike Del Tufo. And good to see TJ Jefferson light the candle, sir. Light the candle on our program. It still smells like Fruit Loops over here. Okay. And yeah. you know what? You know what? And it, it still smells like. It smells like Lombardi over here. Ooh. I wonder why. Oh, why is that rich? right? Oh, oh. <laughs> the there precious. She is. <laughs> precious! We have the precious right here, and um, just so like I beautiful. knew Dan Patrick would paw the precious mm-hmm. yesterday, um, and thus I have the uh, white gloves—the uh, that uh, that comes with the trophy mm-hmm. because you're not supposed to touch it with your human hands um, or any animal hands too, I imagine. <laughs> um, but uh, so. Um, <laughs> I have them at the ready because Michael Irvin will no doubt touch this trophy later on when he joins I us here. I doubt he'll in the put the gloves on Rich. He, I'm just Well, I don't say think it. so either. Um, he's won this thing three times. Um, How many we've times? We've got it three. three. Oh, okay. Uh, interestingly enough, a guy who helped deny him one one year was Barry Sanders, uh, who's mm-hmm. our first guest today, and uh, it'll be great to have Barry here, Hall of Famer. Michael, Hall of Famer. Al Michaels, Hall of Fame broadcaster. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and then The Miz will join us after Michael Irvin in studio. Um, so we'll talk about how Cleveland's viewing Odell Beckham and, uh, and the wow. Bengals playing each other in the Super Bowl. Michael Rubin, the founder of Fanatics, co-owner of the 76ers, he will be here top of hour three. And then Cameron Jordan, uh, fresh back from the Pro Bowl. And he's got a new head coach in uh, Dennis Allen the um the longtime defensive coordinator there. So he will be joining us in our number three and you throughout at 844-204 Rich number to dial. If you're uh if you're all here, please uh, give us a ring here today. We'll uh, we'll we'll have a chat with you. Um so, you know, everybody's talking right now uh about Kyler Murray having erased his Social media or his, what, it was just his Instagram, right? Of all things Cardinals. he he
1: scrubbed his Instagram of everything. Everything. Only two pictures remain from Kyler Murray, one just before he won the Heisman Trophy, and a picture from the Pro Bowl of him and fellow Sooner, CD Lamb. Has anybody else
2: uh, also taken a look at what green light means? And is that, is that, um, some, which foreign language is that that he has up on the screen? Some, something in, uh, was it is that chinese or some form of um, i don't know I don't i'm know. i'm not i'm not hooked on phonics I'm, I'm, I'm just here i'm just here to read into somebody's social media posts <laughs> um, he's still following cliff kingsbury though right is that what, is that oh well, he
1: unfollowed the cardinals but then people were pointing out from cardinals twitter that he never followed them in the first place oh my gosh. so we shouldn't read too much into that All right. i don't know
2: and then the question is, is what what's he up to what's he trying what's he what's he driving at what's he what's he attempting and uh, if he if he's looking for more money I don't know how scrubbing uh, the card. Like, what? What? This is a threat that he won't. He won't re-sign with them after they franchise him two more times. After he picked <laughs> the, you know, right, I, I, right, right. like, he, he's going to be a cardinal for at least three more years, at the very least, right? Um, and so I, so, I mean, he's he's under contract for quite some time there, and he wants to. I guess he wants the Josh Allen treatment. He wants to get it before, you know. Well before his second contract is is supposed to be placed in front of him, and if you know, I would I would proffer to say if he's going to pull a leverage play on the team, uh, wait till the other sport that he's playing is not being locked out. That would be another uh, suggestion I would say. If you you could basically say I'm well, going to go see, play baseball, I okay, see. like where Japan, okay. So um, I don't know what what the gambit is here. I have no idea. And he's just letting us all talk about it to, I guess, put the heat on. So when Steve Kime, the general manager, or Michael Bidwell might show up here, because many, uh, many owners of football teams do come to Super Bowls, although I don't know if he wants to come to the home of the Rams to watch this one, um, then a microphone will be placed in front of him. And I'm sure they'll say, everything's going to be fine. Uh, I I don't know. I have no idea what this is. I also didn't think Kyler Murray would show to a Super Bowl one year with the question being, uh, are you playing football or not? and then he makes multiple media appearances in which he doesn't answer the question and creates all sorts of awkward silences for hosts and and guests. It was really weird years ago. This is strange to me. He's clearly one of the most talented young players at the position. He is exactly the type of player that so many people want because he's a matchup problem when he runs. He's a problem when he throws. He's just a problem. You know, he's a problem. But the problem for him and the Cardinals has been just running out of gas once uh, Thanksgiving hits. The last few years,
1: Dan healthy. I mean, he had the shoulder injury two years right. ago, and this past year the high ankle sprain. So
2: I, 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 to be very honest with you, I don't know what gives. Uh, I don't have a take on it because, uh, you know, when you don't know, you think it's got to be about money. But like I said, I, I don't know how this is a, a lever unless he withholds his services. I guess we'll have to wait till that first uh, arrives, <laughs> and that won't be till April, when teams have to, when you you must report. So, stay tuned essentially. One, you know, one thing that this week was missing uh that I didn't think it was missing, that I didn't see it coming. Um because, you know, again, it's the Super Bowl week. I don't know if you're aware. <laughs> Bengals and Rams now in 5 days. 5. Okay? So, we're we're excited. We're all fired up here. Bengals arrive today as we all know the Rams are already here. And so, uh, here we go. And I didn't expect this coming, maybe at all, not uh, for sure, during this week, especially just six days after Tom Brady said he was retiring from the game. And in a way that was really strange for a guy that is very measured and has a terrific, a terrific social media game. I mean, like, top-notch. True that all right, and rolls things out and says things in certain ways that are make him unique. It's his first grade as they come. And his, the rollout, if you will, of his retirement was altered, changed. I have no idea by the uh, report by ESPN that he was going to step away. It's happening. And then there was pushback from his agent and his father and then a report that he told the team it's not true, that he's still thinking about it. And then he has an opportunity on his own podcast called Let's Go in for him to actually reveal it. And then doesn't. And says he's still thinking about it. And then either spends overnight his team <laughs> writing out something for them to pop on Instagram and Twitter. And a, a, a remarkably, um, um, I guess put together, rolled out, certainly if you're thinking overnight, Instagram and and Twitter of his retirement, in which he leaves the Patriots out. And then comes yesterday.
1: Hmm.
2: A little bit of a rollback. Uh
1: There's a door
2: Uh behind Tom Brady, the one that he closed just one week ago today. Happy anniversary to Tom Brady's retirement closing the door on his career. And that door behind him. The creaking noise you heard last night was it being opened up, left slightly ajar. This is what he said on his podcast, "Let's go" with Jim Gray.
3: You know, I'm just going to take things as they come. You know, I think that's
2: the best way to put it, and I don't think anything never, you know, you never say never. And, you know, at the same time, I know that I'm very, I feel very good about my decision. So I don't know how it feels six months from now.
1: It may change
2: It most likely won't. But, you know, I try to make the best possible decision I can in the moment, which I did this last week. And again, I think it's not looking to, you know, reverse course. I'm definitely not looking to do that. Um, but in the same time, I think you have to be realistic that you never know what, what what challenges there are going to be in life. And, um, again, I love playing. I'm looking forward to doing things other than playing. That's as honest as I can be with you there, Jim.
1: Yeah. Uh, wow.
2: <laughs> that is honest. That is bless you, Tom Brady. I love this guy, man. Let's go. He, all, he just, you know, and, and he also didn't he say on the shot with LeBron that he's messing around like 90% of the time or he's lying 90% of the time, right? right? Because he's just, he doesn't want to let you in on his thoughts. But here a week ago with Jim gray had an opportunity to retire on his own pod would have made that pod, the most downloaded pod. Right. And, and didn't do it now a week later, he's talking about his decision for the first time and it's not absolute. And it's not like the Jordan 0.1 or oh one percent, right? It's like, Never say I say never say never, not looking to go back on anything. You know it may change, but I don't think it will. Right. You know there's 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 many challenges in life that you don't see coming. It's just like all right. And if I'm Jason, like the general manager cool. of the Buccaneers, if I'm a member of the Glazer family and I feel comfortable enough, if I'm Bruce Ahrens. If I'm Mike Evans, if I'm Chris Godwin, if I'm, name a Buccaneer. I am calling Tom Brady, and I'm going to say, hey, man, what you up to today? <laughs> That's it. Just checking in. That's it. You're checking in. You're not, yeah. because you can't, you can't say, I heard on your pod, never seen, never. Like, right, are you right, thinking right. of coming back? No, because, no, no, no. you know, you can't do that. can't do just want that. Stay in the I'm rotation. Just like, what's up? Just, How are you doing? Yeah. What's going on? Yo. Yeah. You want to hang out? Where are you watching the Super Bowl? <laughs> you know? Um She's all making some guacamole. What's going on? Yeah, want to get together boat. and play some golf? Hey, uh, what are you, you, you still uh, ripping the ends off the bananas?
1: You want to hit the boat? <laughs> you go yeah, off
2: for a good. drive. I don't, you, that's basically yeah. what I'm doing. And then let them go through uh, February.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Let them go through February. And then March kind of hits. You just call them up. Hey, you know, I was just looking at my phone picture popped up from two years ago it was two years ago you know it was two years ago today is when you uh you came here you know remember that two years ago today that was great here i'll just text you the picture <laughs> <laughs> it's just my phone it's just my phone my phone just popped up Yo, me- the phone. Memories, again. memories it was like i like was going it's through it was like these memories these memories keep popping up. I don't know.
1: I, I mean, how do you turn this off? Do they pop up for you? <laughs> well, like, if you wait till next week, you can put a Lombardi Trophy
2: memory in there, to, too. I just want to just turn this you off. Bring so, back. You know I mean? no, no, like, no, no. no Mike, 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 just let, let, let me handle this. I'm sorry. Because you can't <laughs> you know, put the pressure on. put the pressure on.
1: Yeah.
2: I got it. Be like, hey, I'm going to go you to the can't gym. Put, put come. the pressure on. Because <laughs> once the new league year hits, that's when Jason Light can make the phone call. And basically say, I've got to make a move here. What do you think? What's your temperature? I just, uh, you know, I just need to do this. um, Because I, you know, I remember what you said. I've kind of, you know, uh, I left you, let you be. (laughs) But if you are in that spot of the maybe and the never say never, now is kind of the time. And even if you you don't want to make this decision now, understand that we need to make plans, we need to move forward, we need to do this. But every single moment, even in the draft, even in the OTAs that come in May, it's still out there. It's still out there. And I'm even going to say even training camp hits, even if he doesn't start the season, let him go through What are you doing on Sunday?
1: Yeah.
2: And it's not just the Sunday. It's also the Tuesday and the Wednesday. He won't miss the Wednesday or Thursday press availabilities, I don't think. But he'll miss the, what's going on down there? What do you got?
1: Check out the (laughs) all-22s.
2: And then he's still out there because he's opened the door. The door just opened. And that's... The lightest case scenario. The heaviest is that he sends more messages and he's got a touch of the Fav in him. And he's starting to actually voice it in different places and actually lift the phone after plans have been made Mm. to say, I'm thinking about it. What are you thinking about? And he goes the Fav route, which I don't see coming at all. That doesn't strike me as like the I'm dilly-dallying over and over again. and Announcing, I'm in, I'm out, now I'm back in. You know, I know you gave my locker away, but I'm still in. <laughs> I'm showing up. Like, that's not that sort of aggressive farve But does Brady have a touch of the farve in him? Uh, because I didn't see that one coming either. I know. He's being honest. Jim Gray asked him a straight question. He asked him a straight question couple Mondays ago too and for some reason Brady didn't feel comfortable rolling out his retirement in that manner whatever the reason was because he had the Instagram and Twitter posts with the appropriate photograph from his victory in New England all teed up to be at the front of those posts but for him to go on the air and say that Means you're saying there's a chance. And for all y'all out there thinking Brady can come for your team. Okay? That he's going to come to your team. I don't see him coming back and forcing the Bucks to force a trade. Okay? That ain't happening. That's not happening. That I could say never say never, but never to. If you are sitting there thinking, hey, you know, maybe the Saints could use him. You're sitting there thinking, hey, maybe the Broncos. Maybe he'll do what Peyton did wrong. You're sitting there. Maybe he'll play for the Steelers or something so insane like that.
1: Titans. Maybe he goes home. 49ers. No
2: chance. He's sitting there. There's a team that needs him. It's a team that he's come to know. You're saying there's a chance. (laughs) No, baby. Because he just did. That creaking noise you heard was the retirement door open, and it's left ajar. Boy, can't wait to talk about this with all of my guests today. Barry Sanders is coming up. But before we go, Callaway right here, baby. I've got the Callaway Chrome Soft golf balls all teed up to talk about right here on the show. The Callaway Chrome Soft family has the best tour performance for every type of performance. I'm one of those, I wouldn't say hacker, but I'm one of those guys out there that isn't very good. <laughs> so what I like to use is, this is a regular Chrome Soft because it's designed for the widest range of golfers who want better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for more workability, Chrome Soft X provides excellent spin consistency and tour-level short game control. Finally, Chrome Soft XLS gives you a lower spin golf ball on longer shots, firmer feel, but with still a high spin around the greens. And now every Chrome Soft is enhanced with precision technology which uses design techniques and manufacturing specifications up to a thousandth of an inch they this ensures that the highest quality most consistent fastest golf balls possible so when you add it all up it's really simple chrome soft is better for the best and then better for everyone i'm one of the everyone find out which chrome soft is right for you at callawaygolf.com slash chrome soft the great barry sanders when we come back and then al michaels right after him hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me i need a good night's sleep because if i don't have one just not myself you know the deal All right, back here on the Rich Eisen Show here on Peacock and Sirius XM Channel 85. Our terrestrial radio audience returns in about three minutes' time. Thrilled to have here on the program in the flesh is a pro football Hall of Famer, Barry Sanders, courtesy of Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares Sweepstakes. How are you, sir? Good to see you. Very well, very well. Okay. Now, Great to be here, man. How are you? I'm better for seeing you. Now, we frequently get people just calling in and hanging up, right? Right. What just happened in the, All right, in so the break? Someone,
1: someone called in and said that he had a friend in the mid-90s, height of Barry Sanders in Detroit. Yes. And said that Barry would go to Oakland University and play pickup basketball or shoot around.
0: Is this true? No, I was playing, man. I wasn't just shooting around. I was playing. I mean, so, you know, I'm a player, man. So this guy's,
1: this guy's story, he says that a friend of his you asked him to run five, like, join his team, and his friend said, no, nah, I got my five. <laughs> like, denied you the chance to play in the game. And it's then you went part, off and shot around not, by yourself.
0: I'm not sure about that part, Rich, because I always got picked to play, Rich. I always got picked to play, so I, I
2: don't know about that source. <laughs> Somebody's
1: you calling know? and saying,
2: I den- I refuse no, no, no. to play. That <laughs> <laughs>
1: had a friend of his. That a friend of his, and they they made fun of this guy forever, forever. for, like, what do you mean? You didn't pick up Barry Sanders on your <laughs> squad?
0: But I did play a lot of basketball at Oakland University. Um, you know, it was my way to just, like, really, like, on off day. You know, that was, that was kind of my workout. You know, I'd go play basketball, and obviously the coaches weren't supposed to know about this. I was about to
2: say. <laughs> I was about to say.
0: What's Barry? But I was
2: careful though. I was very careful out there. Well, yeah. plus you know, you know, there's no one could probably contact you on the court anyway because that's you. You couldn't be contacted. That's why I was sharpening my moves right on the basketball that's court. That's right. right. <laughs> no one could even hit you with an elbow because you're just making moves. What was? What's your? What's the Barry Sanders basketball game look like? What's that look? Like the like? Scouting Report? What is it?
0: I mean, I thought I was a decent outside shooter, you know, decent, decent hops. Okay. You know, I, I was I, back then I could I could probably throw it down. Cool. Um you know, I wasn't I was involved in a few dunk contests, you know, back back in those days. But you could dunk um, a basketball. Mm-hmm, yeah. On a 10-foot goal, not just uh, yeah, but of course, yeah, right. like, yeah, like right. an As actual talk- regulation <laughs> rim. <laughs>
2: Right, I just want want to be clear. Yeah, b- uh, but, but like yeah. in traffic or you needed to have a fast break to dunk? Like could you could you dunk in traffic? Back then, yeah, I could I
0: I probably didn't really need much of a run to start. I mean, as a, if you're talking about a young Barry Sanders. That's what we're
1: talking yeah. about. Could you, <laughs> could you imagine? No, I, I can't imagine. What a moron his friend is. That's what I'm saying. What hey, hey, I'm Barry Sanders. Can I run five with you? No, no we got our team.
0: <laughs> Somebody's getting kicked off the like, team. What? Like Obviously, he wasn't
2: trying to win. He wasn't trying to win the game. He was just here to play. All right, Sanders here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our terrestrial radio outfit. Joining us on Peacock and Sirius XM. the Rich Eisen Show. NetSuite by Oracle is a sponsor of the Rich Eisen Show. Ready to upgrade? Go to netsuite.com slash rich barry sanders pro football hall of famer here on the program again courtesy of the rocket mortgage super bowl squares sweepstakes how are you sir good to see you once again you're good so good to be here man man. absolutely thanks for being here what do you think of matthew stafford being in this super bowl barry sanders what do you think of that
0: oh i I mean i I think it's great and i I know as a lot of lions fans um you know there's mixed feelings right because a lot Mm -hmm. a lot of us um, you know, have a bitter taste in my mouth just having him all those years, um, and not being able to to uh, have more success. You know, but yes. but for me, you know, to, to see him in a situation where um, he's really just thrived and he's really answered a lot of questions about okay, you know, can this guy do this? Can he do that? Um, you know, it's, it's great to see, and and um, you know, you couldn't you couldn't hope for a better situation for him. You know, so. I love it. Um I think I think he's as motivated and has as much to prove as anybody in this game. Um you know and, and there's probably a few more on this team like Odell Beckham, you know, I'm sure sure he feels like he has some to prove yeah. as well. As as I'm sure, you know, all the Rams do, but those guys in particular uh, and especially Matthew, but following him all those years um in Detroit and hearing all those, you know, the questions and doubts as to what what he can and can't do, so I'm uh,
2: I'm happy with how things have turned out for him this year. Yeah, and 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 especially since you you know he's been open about it and the stories have been written about it the emotional decision to sit there with his wife and say I think I'm going to go into ownership and I'm going to ask out I think we should ask out or let's come together and decide together as a family that we're going to we're going to ask out it's not an easy thing I mean fans are like of course he's going to leave the lines be very honest you know you retired, Megatron retired, and it's just a sense of like, of course you can. There, it, it was a very difficult decision for him, and it's wound up with him going to a spot that's put him in the Super Bowl, or he's helped lead them to a Super Bowl. It's kind of amazing when no, you think no, about it. No, no, it
0: really is, and he he's done everything um, the right way, and and um, you know, I'm sure. I wonder, you know, how many times had he thought about that, you know, and, as he got later on in his career, how many times had he thought about having that conversation, you know, and and uh, for him, um, you know, he he faced it, um, you know, and and did what he thought was best for him and his family, and yeah, I just I love seeing the way that things have worked out for him because obviously, you, you know, you get a chance to see okay the, the guy, um, you know, for all those years putting up all those numbers, um, you know, and and uh, and not able to really. You know, see the fruits of, of that labor, um, and see the, the results that you would normally see with a guy with those sort of numbers. So yes, it's 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 good as a fan just seeing him put himself in that position. Did you ever
2: think of having that conversation? <clears throat> Say I want out as opposed to retiring? Did you ever think about that, Barry?
0: I never really did. I mean, I think for me, I was I was just done. I felt like I, I was done playing. Um, there was just uh, just that drive and motivation to continue to play. Um, you know, in, in the right, perfect circumstance. With, I, don't, I don't know what that would have been back then. Um, I don't know if, you know, if faced with those options. But for me
2: then, I, yeah, I was pretty much done. You because, know, I mean, with Stafford, it was just like, I, I can still play. I think I want out. I want a different spot. And he asked for it. Do you think the answer would have been the same from management back in the day if you had come to the same conclusion and gone in that direction?
0: Probably not. I think it was a different game back then. I think, uh, you know, I think old man Ford is probably different than, you know, the the mom or the daughter of (laughs) Ford. To say the least. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, So, but but certainly, you know, certainly just the the way that situations like that would have been handled. um, No, I don't. I I, I mean, I can only guess. um, But uh, it probably would have been a different answer.
2: Calvin Johnson was on the show Friday, Barry Sanders, and I asked him, do you feel that Matthew Stafford, in a way, if not flat out, winning the Super Bowl, he's kind of winning it for you and your teammates that played with him and thought you could have done it? And his answer was damn right.
3: <laughs> like
2: I think he cut me off right in the middle of like he knew where I was going with the oh, yeah. with the with the question. Do you would you maybe even feel that way, being from an, even a different generation? Would I like take some credit for <laughs> <laughs> not, No, not take no, credit, right, right, but just right, feel, yeah. feel a feel part of it, part yeah. of it. You mm-hmm. feel like some ownership, like, yeah, he did it, you know, albeit clearly, obviously somewhere else, but he is right. somebody who has grown up in the same system, yeah. in the same organization that you helped also continue to, well, put back on the map in a way. So what about you about that?
0: Yeah, I, I would feel um, a part of it in some way, yes. I mean, he was, he was with the Lions last year, last season. So, so yes, I would feel that. And even, like, as a player, when some of my former teammates had gone on, like Lomas Brown mm-hmm. went on to play in the Super Bowl and won one with the Bucks, I I, I felt very proud. And it w- there was a part of me that, that felt um, that I had, you know, some small part or played some s- small part in it because mm-hmm. we were such good buddies, um, you know, and we played so many years together. Um, you know, so absolutely, I, I, I definitely feel sort of a connection to it and, and um, certainly, uh, you know, um, different than had I not played with the guy, you know, or, or sure. he not
2: been with our franchise. Yes, I feel like there is a connection. Barry Sanders here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so um, how do you see the game playing? What's your two cents on how it all shakes out on Sunday here, Barry?
0: Well, right. I mean, I, I, love, um, I, I love the matchup and – and um you look at what the Bengals have have been able to accomplish this season, uh, obviously there, there's still more to do for them. But um you look at them knocking off the, the uh Titans, uh the Chiefs, um no one expected them to be here. Um, you know, you look at how their culture has changed over the last few years. Um, you know, they've uh they earned a right to be here, you know, and, and um if I had to choose one, I would probably say I would probably say the Rams just because I think um you know, I think they're a stronger team uh both sides of the ball. Um you look you look at their roster mm-hmm. and you know the the um guys like Von Miller and Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Matthew Stafford, um Cooper Cup, and Odell, I mean, that is a very strong roster uh to be able to put together. Yes. Um you know, to all play uh, on the same team, um, so that's so. If I had to choose one, yes, I, I would probably lean toward the Rams. But all, all the games uh, in the playoffs have been close. They're, well, I mean, that, uh, overtimes. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, so you can de- definitely expect a nail biter, and, and uh, I'm sure the Bengals feel like feel like they're the underdog and and um, have a lot to ch- have a lot to prove. And in this in, in this day and age in this league, I mean, anything can happen.
2: Who is the Aaron Donald of your time? Barry Sanders, who was that guy? That was Reggie name? White, probably Reggie White. Yeah, he was he was unblockable.
0: Um, you know, he first started off with the Eagles, obviously, yep. and they had a fantastic defense. Um, you know, uh, coached by Buddy Ryan. You know, and the defensive wizard that Buddy Ryan was. And then, obviously, Reggie left there and came to the Packers mm-hmm. and played, and teamed up with with Brett Favre, and and uh, they played in two consecutive Super Bowls and. And, yeah, yeah, Reggie, Reggie um, the Hall of Fame defensive end, yeah, he was, you know, he gave his fits, man. Did he know. ever get you?
2: I'm sure he did. <laughs> no, I mean, do you, do you, I, I would imagine, like. Uh, I tried to stay away from him, you know. I, I did it. my best to stay away from him. <laughs> I, I, but eventually, yeah,
0: don't. no, eventually Reggie's going to get
2: you. So yeah, you, absolutely. Didn't have an, you don't have an I-juked Reggie White story? You don't have that sort of story? Barry?
0: I mean, I think, I think there's some footage somewhere out there where that may have happened. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we're two great players going at each other. He he won
2: his share. I, I you know, I I oh, won here and there. You're being very modest. Do you remember every single person you juked, Barry? No. Okay. No, How I about don't. your best? Do you like a top five. You know, like if you if you pressured, you could list it or number one. Your number I one watched, juke.
0: I mean, I don't, like, I don't know. I got
2: that guy. Again, like again, I don't I mean to put you in a situation where you're flexing and you normally don't. That's not your default. But I'd like to know. I really would. Well, no, right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's correct.
0: Yep. I think um, the one they show against the the Patriots uh, playing in the Silver Dome is is a good one,
2: where the guy is kind of spinning around. Yeah, he's spinning around. Yeah, that I, I like that one. Did you um, see that in real time? I just spun somebody around as you're going down the field. Is it? Did you? See that in real life. Yeah, and I was, I was probably, I probably had a smile on my face as I was running up <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Rick, I'm you, r- running down the field.
0: Yes, yeah. Barry, who we remember shaking, he shook Everybody. everyone who stepped on the field with him. That's so, right. name anybody. Did anybody ever
2: come up to you and just angry at you <laughs> and let you know? Like, did, you, did that ever happen in a game?
0: Anger, yes, anger was expressed in many games, yes. In your direction? Yes, in my direction. Absolutely. Did that make you laugh or feed your fire? Which one was that? No, I loved it. No, I loved it. I mean, you know, we're all big boys. It's it's a part of the game. Um, I I take it as a sign of respect.
2: (laughs) I love it. Barry Sanders here on the Rich Eyes Show. Okay, Rocket Mortgage, Super Bowl, Squares, Sweepstakes, half million bucks for somebody, right? Potentially towards, towards their dream home, correct? Yes, yes. I mean, Rocket Mortgage giving fans a chance
0: to win a lot of cash during Super Bowl. And so they're back, um, you know, with a game of squares, uh, best game of squares, big, biggest and best game of squares. Mm-hmm. And so basically every time the score changes in the game, Rocket Mortgage will give away $50,000 to a fan. Yep. And then as you mentioned, um, you know, twice at, at halftime and at end of the game, they'll give away half a million dollars to Vision. fans and they and they've given away like over 3 million dollars over the last uh, few years for Super Bowl and, and 29
2: so, winners for 3.3 million bucks in the last 2 years.
0: So go to com if you want to find out more about it. Um the entry window closes this Friday midnight. Mm-hmm. Um it's free to play. Uh so so uh you know, a great great
2: chance for fans to win a lot of cash. Fantastic. Yeah, RocketMortgageSquares.com. It's funny, my kids saw one of these uh, grids, you know, on a wall at somebody's place. And They're like, Dad, what is this thing? And I actually explained to them these numbers at the top are going to get filled in. These numbers on the side are going to get filled in. And if you have that square, you get a. And just I found it interesting that I was explaining this to a, a kid <laughs> for the first time. And we'll uh, tell them when they're eighteen, they can they can so play. They can, can play <laughs> until they're eighteen. You can't, you can't sign <laughs> Which I don't well, sign them up because like. daddy needs a new dream home. You know, I mean, <laughs> rocketmortgagesquares.com. dot uh, It's the Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Squares Sweepstakes. Again, free to enter, giving away more than a million dollars in cash prizes, and entries are open through this Friday, February eleventh. You're the man, Barry Sanders. Thanks for coming in. Always great Appreciate to have it, you Appreciate it, man.
0: Always great to see you, man. Thanks right for having me. Right back at you.
2: At Barry Sanders on Twitter and Instagram, right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Al Michaels when we come back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. Now, Michaels, we're going to give you um, a choice of three, and you must start one. You're Tom Brady, if you will. You must bench one. Uh, Malcolm Butler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or cut one, which okay. could be Malcolm Butler, too. <laughs> right. All right, here we go. Do you have any? It's uh, time. Start. Start now. Bench. Just sit down and be quiet. Or cut. Dilla. All right, with Al Michaels. First one up for Al Michaels and Start, Bench, Cut. Um, do you have any music, Mike Del Tufo, please? Thank you. Uh, cuts of Steak. Ribeye, mm. rib filet mignon, New York strip. Ribeye, filet mignon, New York strip. You must start one, bench one, and cut one.
3: Al Michaels. New York strip is in, in the Hall of Fame, so that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> filet is, you know, on the bench. Mm-hmm. Ribeye is great, but the problem is it's so fatty. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you're always watching your weight so... I love ribeye, but i got to cut it. You're cutting ribeye. I'm cutting ribeye. New York, New York strip is in the hall? Is in, oh, yeah. In the That's hall? the
2: best. First ballot? First
3: ballot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And,
2: <laughs> they they waived the five-year waiting period, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a medium-rare guy, right? Medium-rare plus. Okay, yeah. medium-rare plus. Wow, look at that. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, okay, N- next one up for Al Michaels. Uh, start bench cut. Event to call. Super Bowl World Series Olympics. Start bench oh, shoot, cut. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Well, Super Bowl, World Series, Olympics. You think I gotta put the Super
3: Bowl as the starter? Okay. Bench. What am I gonna bench here? That's the idea. I haven't done the World Series since 1995, so that's cut, I guess. Okay. And the Olympics. Are... Yeah, you'll bench the Olympics. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm, right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the Olympics on waivers, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. It, I'm, I'm gonna bring it back. back. Okay. Very Off good. The waiver All
1: right. wire. Al, we got a bonus one. You have one? We okay. got, yeah, we got a bonus one. Okay. All right, Al, ready? Uh, golf partner, start bench cut. Golf partner, okay. Doc Rivers,
3: Pete Sampras, Rich Eisen. <laughs> Since I played golf with all of these guys, <laughs> you know, I probably I'll probably, I'll probably, I'll probably start, start Doc. I knew that. He's, Doc is extremely competitive. Pete's a lot of fun to play with, but Pete, you know, Pete, he's been through the competitive realm of his life, mm-hmm. so he's out there to have fun. And, Rich, I'm sorry, but, you know. I... I'm cut? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. Ne- neither of us I'm would. fun. I'm fun. Neither of us would make the cut. <laughs> we, we'd, be, that's we, the... we'd be gone by Friday afternoon. How's <laughs> a crowd pleaser? You know, that's exactly know. what you that's want to hear, Brockman.
2: Oh, I love that man. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all of Al Michaels' appearances, including last year, uh, you know, the Anniversary Miracle on Ice. We we do it all the time. Him and Jim Jim Craig together. Amazing. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our terrestrial radio audience, Super Bowl 56 on NBC. And everything is kicking off at noon Eastern time on NBC, Peacock and Telemundo in beautiful SoFi Stadium, meaning... Our next guest, as he prepares to call yet another Super Bowl of his incredible career, just a courtesy car from his house to the game. I mean, come on (laughs) now. It's a dream.
1: That's a dream. Come on now. It's a dream. It's a dream. Maybe they could
2: serve him a Toscana steak on the way over. (laughs) I think so. Al Michaels back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you,
3: Al? Rich, what's better than 60 cents a mile? (laughs) Eight and a half miles. Like five bucks each way.
2: So, are, do you really file for per diem with NBC after Super Bowl Fifty Six? Is that what you're saying? Now, oh, Does that actually happened?
3: You just planted a seed. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even go that way because you know I don't eat any vegetables. So forget about it. That's seeds.
2: true. Okay. Okay. Very good. There you go. Very good. I like it. Uh, how are you doing? Good to chat with you.
3: Fantastic. I'm. Uh, I'm ready for action. It's. It's funny. The. The two week thing. It's good on. On one hand, because especially, we haven't seen the Bengals in three years. It's a brand new team from the last time we saw them. Uh, so we've had plenty of preparation time, which is, that, that part's good. But uh, I'm antsy right now. Kind of wish the game was, yeah, bet. Uh, was tonight.
2: I bet. Have you ever, uh, was? have you ever called an L.A. Super Bowl before, Al? Have you, no. That, so this no, is, No, in wow. fact,
3: you know, when <laughs> I started doing primetime football on ABC Monday night in 86, the... Uh, the Raiders were here, and they wouldn't televise any, any games because they couldn't sell out the Coliseum, and you had the blackout rules, in effect, mm-hmm. in those years. So the Rams, when they moved to Anaheim, I got to do a few games there because they were able to sell out. Then everybody moved away for 22 years, and I never did another home game until we did a Rams Atlanta playoff game, I think, in McVeigh's first season, right? Back in 2017. So uh, that was the the first football game I had done in the, in the city of Los Angeles, and now now we've done a few. And uh, of course, this is really the this is the cherry on top of the cake. It's <laughs> fantastic.
2: Yeah, I mean, the Bengals are practicing at UCL, UCLA. Right. I mean, come on. This is this is as convenient as it gets. This is amazing. I love it.
3: Right. I mean, somebody could. Could tee you off on the 17th tee at Bel Air, and come back one right into the middle of the practice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could take Burrow for a quick nine after practice just and to see what's going on. If he's
3: available,
2: he's in. That's it. I'm sure. So uh, again, because that, that, I asked, I had Chris on yesterday. Chris Collinsworth was on yesterday, and and I asked him, was the last time you had a Bengals game? And he he he, he was scratching his head because normally the Bengals are the team you flex out of, right? So right, and we
3: flexed in. I think three years ago they got off to a hot start. I think we did a game, uh, Cincinnati at Kansas City, oh, fairly early in the season, and it was a rout. Kansas City killed them. So now the, the Bengals, I can't remember the last time they were actually on the schedule uh, without a flex, probably going back to 2015. So obviously, uh, you know, none, none of the guys that are there right now uh, we've seen before.
2: And then we talked to Chris about his Cincinnati connection, clearly, you know, Jamar Chase busting up all his rookie records um, for playoffs and regular season and things of that nature. But you, sir, you've got a Cincinnati connection as well, don't you?
3: I Al do. Michaels. I, I started my I started my career doing, you know, minor league baseball in Hawaii and that led to the Cincinnati Reds. So here I am in my mid twenties. I get the job with the big red machine. <laughs> I get Rose, Bench, Perez, Morgan, Sparky Anderson, Concepcion. Geronimo, Griffey, I get that team. And then in those years, Rich, if you were the lead announcer and your team got to the World Series, you got to do the games on NBC with Kirk Gowdy and Tony Kubek. You did the home games on television and you, you went over to radio for the road games, and the Reds played Oakland in that series, and you did those games with Jim Simpson. So here I am. I'm 27. I'm going to do the World Series and NBC. I mean, my dream is coming true. I'm just a kid, basically. And we came on the air on that Saturday afternoon at Riverfront, and I was so nervous, Open up on the single of Kurt Gowdy, why not to bring me in? He's going to introduce me, and Rich, I swear, the only thing I could think of was, please, God, please, when I open my mouth, let air come out. <laughs> That's all. And it did, and then once you know, once you got started, it was great. But I was thinking the other day, I mean, I did the World Series with the Cincinnati Reds 50 years ago, hmm. and now I'm doing the Super Bowl with the Cincinnati Bengals in 2022. Crazy on NBC. Yeah, on NBC.
2: Unreal. It really, it really, really is. And then you know, obviously, uh, you've lived in LA for how long? 40 years uh, now, right?
3: Well, you, the, the last 36. And, okay. You know, went to high school here. You know, grew up here. Went to Hamilton. Met Linda in the 10th grade. We've been married. You know, since 1966, and you know, moved away to Hawaii, Cincinnati, and the Bay Area for a bunch, but back here 36 years,
2: right? And then, uh, because I was just talking about it yesterday, today, too. That when NFL Network started in 03, Al, people were saying, What are you coming here to Los Angeles for? Like, right. what are you here for? Because there's no NFL here, and they, they they left us, we don't want them back. Like, there, were, I heard all that now. It's the Stan Canyon, right, with sure. two teams in it, Super Bowl's coming. And uh, I, I, I can't believe it, quite honestly, that it's finally here. And the Rams are in it. The L.A. Rams are in it.
3: Of all things, I know. And, you know, The stadium is great. The facility down there is, is fantastic. There was a, a good deal of foresight here. And then, you know, the league knew that they had to come back at some point. And, and for 22 years, we didn't have a team. And it, it was up to, you know, basically Stan Kroenke. And the reason that L.A. didn't have a team, didn't have a good facility. Coliseum was a a relic. Uh, The Rose Bowl is not really an NFL stadium. It's a gorgeous site. Forget about Anaheim. Mm -hmm. Uh, They turned that back into a baseball park. So it, it was just a case of... If you build it, they will come. And Stan did it, and they came.
2: Al Michaels here on The Rich Eisen Show. All right, Al, I'm just going to walk through the door. So uh, you, you you retired uh, Big Ben uh, and Tom Brady in right. your first two games. Who are you retiring this week?
3: Well, I, I retired Ben and, and Brady back right. to back.
2: Right. So who's. Uh, you
3: go all the way back, I retired Steve Young. Uh, In 1999, he did Did a a game in Arizona. He he got concussed. That's when Lawrence Phillips missed the block. Young got concussed, and that was the end of Young's career. Oh, my gosh. When I did the NBA for two years back in the early 2000s, I I retired Reggie Miller. Oh. I did Reggie's last game. We did a playoff game in Indiana. (laughs) Detroit beat them. So I think of myself as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. Yes, I'm retiring Al. myself this week. Okay. I guarantee you that.
2: Okay. I like that. I like that. No retirement for you this week. But so everyone else needs to have their head on a swivel, correct, this week?
3: No. You know, it's, uh, I'm I'm just, you know. I love it. Uh, you know me at this point in my life. I'm all flowers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, love, and, well, is, and it's Valentine's Day coming up.
2: That's true. Day after. And and so, uh, I don't know if you, you heard uh, on Tom Brady's podcast last night, Al. Right. Are you aware of what he said on his podcast last night? I think night? he
3: waffled a little bit from what I, I read, uh, the, anyway.
2: The creaking noise you heard last night was the retirement juror, uh, door being left slightly ajar all of
3: a sudden. right? You know? You, right. You know, when we had him in that uh, the Ram game. Right. And we actually put up a panel. We talked to him in our meeting. I asked him that question. I said, "Do you? this is before the Tampa game. Do you think at all about a perfect ending? And he said, well, it would involve a Super Bowl, but I'm not sure it would be this year. And then he kind of went back and forth and back and forth. And I said on the air, I said, you know, he's, he's really speaking in switchbacks. So I can't say for sure what he's going to do. And then Chris and I discussed it for you know, 15 seconds or so, and I said, hey, by the way, I think Giselle's going to have a little bit to say about it. I I was leaning toward him retiring at that point for some reason, and for the moment he has, I think he will stay that way, but I don't know. You know, maybe the juices flow in a different direction come Mm -hmm. June or July, and he's out there, and maybe he does come back. I'd be surprised if he does. But you can't uh, you can't throw anything away. You
2: know that. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Brady is the most uh, interviewed by you and your broadcast partner of anybody that you've interviewed prior to a game, right, or had a meeting with before a game.
3: Probably fifty times.
2: Right. So, did you see or sense any different sense from Tom before you chatted with him before that Rams game, Al?
3: No, but but you know when I when we went in that direction with him. Mm-hmm. And we weren't getting an answer, you know, a, 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 the, the direct answer. Right. We weren't getting. I want to play it on 45. I want to play it on 50. You know, I feel an obligation to the Bucks for another. I don't know. We, we, we. There was none of that that was taking place during that conversation. So when you kind of go in that direction, you begin to think, hmm. You know, maybe, maybe enough is enough. But I mean, if he's if he goes out, I mean, think about it. That's that's a hell of a year. Leads the league in touchdown passes, right? And in in uh, rate, well, not in rating, but in uh, completions, sets an NFL record, most completions in the season, and he's right up among the leaders in almost every department. So could he play again? Of course. Will he play again? I would say I would say no, despite what he said last night. I mean, that's just my guess.
2: What number Super Bowl is this again for you, Al?
3: Eleven. Eleven.
1: One more than Brady. <laughs> maybe
3: maybe he's trying to catch up with me.
2: <laughs> yes, indeed, Al. Maybe he's trying to catch up with you. So uh, what is it like for you before the broadcast? Still, you know, like that guy before, you know, the Reds World Series game with a little more experience and knowing that some air is coming out, but there's still some yeah. level? Like, what's that going to be like for you Sunday? What
3: you want to do is it's like, you know, you're a player in a, in a way. You're excited, and it's going to start, and the hoopla. And then on a, on a broadcast, just get off to a good start. Chris and I come on the air, talk a little bit about the game, and, then, uh, and then, you, then you go, and then you go into a place where you've been many, many times. Same thing with the players. They talk about the fact, get it started, you know, get, get some contact early on, and then you play in a football game. You do understand, you know, whether you're playing or you're broadcasting, I mean, this is big. But you can't sit there the entire day and go, it's the Super Bowl. You know, I have to be different. Instead of an audience of 20 million, it's an audience of 100 million. Can't do that. You've got to think about just all the things you've done to, to get to this point. And then the great thing about the Super Bowl, too, is I think the synapses of the brain every time you do a really big game opens up really wide. And I don't know, I, I just have, I've had tremendous clarity of thought during these games because the concentration level is, is so high. I almost see the game in, like, 4K. Mm. It's, like, brighter and bigger and all of that. You kind of know where you are, but you got to don't let it get away from you. Stay, stay inside the game. Uh, be ready for any eventuality. We're, we're over prepared, Rich. You know that. I mean, we're, we're going to have 95% of the stuff that we're going to be armed with will wind up on the floor. You'll never hear it. Right. Some of the best stories I've ever had never made air because they weren't germane to the game. So let the game get started and and and, and stay within the flow of the game.
2: Well, as uh, as you said on the cover of your book, you can't make this up. What a heck of a matchup this is. I can't wait to hear you and Chris call it. You are the best at it. Um, you know that, but uh, I want to say that anyway. You are the best, Al Michaels. Thanks uh, for the call. You're the
3: best, Rich. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Man. All right. As always.
2: We'll see you, we'll see you on Sunday. You bet. You'll see on Sunday. That's Al Michaels, everybody. He's 11th Super Bowl. Legend. 11th. Not retiring himself. Run tell that, sir. <laughs> Run till be, that. He's
1: going to be Al's partner
3: next year.
2: And those are the questions being asked right now. But uh, it's Chris Collinsworth on Sunday, and hey, I yep. cannot wait to see all of that. Home team, visiting team, your fantasy team. No matter who you root for, we're all on the same team when it comes to COVID-19. BioNTech and Pfizer remind you to please consider getting vaccinated. Al Michaels and Barry Sanders in the books for our number one. The Miz has arrived, but not before Michael Irvin joins us here on the Rich Eisen Show. So... um, Where are the white gloves? Uh Oh,
0: they're right behind the trophy. trophy. Okay, because
2: Michael Irvin is about to. um, He's not going to use. I don't know. I I, (laughs) I think uh, I'm hoping NFL security uh, looks away because Michael is (laughs) going to violate every uh, um, rule about not touching the trophy. Uh, That security guy doesn't look like he's playing. Okay, very good. So uh, the Lombardi trophy is here. You should as well. Michael Irvin's about to join us live on the Rich Eisen show in just a matter of moments with the Miz right behind him. We're still here on NBC Sports on Peacock, everybody. So, good times.
3: Man,
1: Al, 11th is fun, awesome. man.
2: What must it have been like calling Big Red Machine games, man? Right?
1: Different time back then.
2: Greatest Cincinnati team ever.
1: I
0: think that's a big fair machine, assessment, right? Well, Rose Greatest concept- sports oh. team from the city Do we, of Cincinnati.
2: Do we we want to wait until Tony Yeah, to, uh, you don't want Declare
1: know. that. Joe um, Morgan. I don't know. Are that you is, saying? <laughs> hold on a
2: minute. Are you saying one Super Bowl win for this Bengals team makes them the greatest Cincinnati team ever, above yeah. any of the Big Red I mean, Machine? Ab- absolutely. Big Red Machine swept my Yankees in '76. Guess brother. what? Yeah. Nobody
1: remembers. <laughs> I just
2: did. Fifty years Stop I would it, remember. Fifty on. years
1: ago. Joe Burrow wins the Super Bowl by oh, Beat the Shees does this guy know who played tight. for the big red machine? Uh, absolutely. This. But that parade in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow Oh, oh my oh. Come on. cigars no, for everybody. For it, it,
2: it would be a huge party, but I'm seriously talking to you. Greatest sports team. I guess we should have asked this of Dan Patrick yesterday. Maybe. Well, there's no basketball, right? I mean, the Cincinnati Royals, may you know, with the yeah, Big the O, old Big O team. You know, right? I mean,
3: that uh, Red team was. They, some they dominated team, man.
0: from like the entire decade of the 70s, 70 to I mean, 79. They had what, like team, I mean, six
2: divisions. They broke my heart. Titles. Man.
1: They did. I mean, yeah, they were awesome. Obviously,
2: 1976, Chris Chambliss hits that home run to win the American yeah. League Championship Series, and the Royals. Uh, are broken hearted and fans are coming on the field and Howard Cosell's like that's gone you know over yeah, Keith Jackson's cool. call and <laughs> I'm a little kid seven-year-old in Staten Island New York just so excited jumping up and down and then all of a sudden the big red machine just ripped yeah. my heart out they were you know Morgan Concepcion Perez Griffey Rose and then the guy who I loved so much because I had his batter up in my backyard johnny the johnny bench. Bench. Yes. bench yeah
3: we all i mean that
2: was cesar yeah, geronimo all of
1: famers on that team yeah that team
3: Ken you, griffey
2: can griffey senior can you know, know what i mean so team. i was like i was a big johnny bench, 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 bench fan until he came and kicked the yankees ass with catfish and everybody i mean they were terrific this is before reggie changed the became the straw that stirred it all up the guy
3: spray painted over the johnny sparky bench anderson mm-hmm. too
2: mm-hmm. sparky anderson my gosh But Joe Burrow, one win away from
1: (laughs) one win away, saying Sparky who? Who? Immortality, Big Red Red what?